0: Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, 6.37 here on the All-New This Morning with Jalen and Daryl Morley, too. Uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation because I think there are a lot of us who have been fascinated, well, you know, with lots of different wildlife. In Canada, for me, a bear, a grizzly bear, any of the bears that we have in our nation are fascinating creatures. Their size, their power. Absolutely. The fact that they're, they're all through our province, <laughs> uh, I love it. So if, if you get the chance to talk to somebody who's made bears and bear safety and bear conservation, uh, their, their life work so far, that's pretty cool. And that's what we're going to be able to do this morning.
1: Kim Titchener is the president of Bear Safety and More Incorporated. She has been uh, involved with a bear conservation for a couple decades now and just recently was recognized by the Canadian Wildlife Federation with the Roland Michener Conservation Award for her work developing and delivering wildlife safety. Kim, welcome to the show. Good morning.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: You betcha. First off, congratulations on the award. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. So where did your love of bears begin?
2: Oh my goodness! Uh, well, I always loved wildlife, and I grew up with my dad being a science teacher, so I was always out in nature. But I uh, I moved to Banff National Park when I was 18, and uh, just absolutely fell in love with the fact that people live with 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 large carnivores. <laughs> you know stories like you know you you know Gu- guess what, honey? The kids can't go to school. There's a cougar eating a, 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 you know a, a sheep on the lawn. <laughs> like what? What? I'd
0: be here. It's a crazy place. Tell Uh, us about that early part. Uh, So when you first, uh, you got a job as a wildlife interpreter?
2: Yeah that's what they told me. So I was like, oh, cool. I get to talk to people about wildlife. This is so great. And they're like, here's a truck with lights, and uh, here's how to use telemetry gear, and you're going to track the bears and try to keep them away from people. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Uh, This is awesome. So that's what I got to do for like 10 hours a day, and, you know, I'm a young woman in my 20s, and this is an incredible experience. Um, And so I'm I'm driving around the park, and, you know, you're, you're listening to the beeping sounds of callers and you're like oh somebody's over at Tuttle Mountain or <laughs> somebody's over here at Minnewonka Lake and uh, and you know sometimes bears will get into campgrounds and we definitely see them on the sides of the highways and it's not safe for them to be near people uh and especially because people are people are the dangerous part it's not the bears it's the actual people because they yeah. get out of their cars and they're like I'm gonna get a selfie with a grizzly with three cubs it's a great <laughs> idea today. Uh, SMRT. Uh, like,
0: yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: So, um, it's, I think it was like the first day of work, and I uh, I get a caller like, "Kim, there's a grizzly bear eating an elk carcass in the campground at Tuttle Mountain, and we're going to we're going to we're going to scare it, we're going to haze it off of the carcass, and we're going to drive it your way. Don't let it get hit by a car." I'm like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> I don't that? I don't know. So I drove up, I'm like, "Damn, with the lights on and all these cars," I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you gotta stop!" So I get on my truck, I'm like, "Everybody, okay, just stop. Just stay where you are." And then all of a sudden we hear, like, bang, bang, and, like, all these, like, sounds and, like, firecracker sounds going off. And then I see this giant ball of cajilling fat and fur running straight towards me. And I'm like, I guess that's the (laughs) Grizzly (laughs) there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And then she just runs past and and goes right in front of my truck and then keeps going. And and that was it. I was like, I'm in love. This is amazing.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Was that day one?
2: I think it was it was day one or within the first couple of days. The first week was pretty uh, harrowing. I, I learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes.
1: Yes, so man, just throw you right into the fire, man. So, but that that bear, um, I think, it, 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 in an article I was reading, it was Grizzly Bear Number Sixty Six. This this bear became a part of kind of your work and your life's work so far, didn't she? <laughs>
2: You know, the time that I spent every summer, you know, spring, summer, uh, tracking her, um, you really got to know her and where she would spend her time and, you know, the interactions I would see was she would have with people. And she was incredibly gracious with humans. You know, she really put up with a lot with us uh, and she really needed to feed and, and be pretty close proximity to where people were. Um wow. And so she came out of the den one year with cubs, and it was just amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, she has three cubs, so cool. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I spent that summer tracking her and trying to keep her out of trouble with people. And then unfortunately, uh, one day, I could hear the sound of her collar beeping. I'm like, oh, she's on the she's on the Bow Valley Parkway in the mm-hmm. 1A. And then all of a sudden, uh, her collar changed sound. And then uh, they came on the radio, and they, they wanted radio silence. And I knew... I knew she was dead. Mm. Um, I didn't know how, but I figured out it was probably the train, uh, which unfortunately is, uh, is, is one of the major reasons why grizzly bears, you know, they, they, they do die in the park from getting struck by trains because there's often grain on the tracks or lots of vegetation. So she was killed and left behind three cubs. And then uh, they're just like, okay, hey, just do the best you can to try to keep these three cubs alive. And, you know, I'd get up in the morning and, and you know, drive down the Bow Valley Parkway, and I'd be like, they, literally they were like lying there sunning on the middle of the road. I'm like, guys, can't yeah, <laughs> do this. Like, <laughs> like, they have no skills, right? Like, just, Their mom's out there, and I'm like, this is, so it, it was tough. <laughs> you know, you're just trying to keep them out of trouble, and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then, unfortunately, uh, one night after I had left, I had left, uh, for the day Uh, they found a hole in the fence uh, on the trans canada and two of them climbed through and the police and the officers like wildlife officers everyone tried really hard to not get them hit by a car and unfortunately they they were they were struck and killed and uh, in the morning i I came into work and they said kim there's one cub left and Uh i was like oh god really how can our world be so cruel And uh, I spent the day with this little cub. Um, He decided to go for a walk over to where the hot springs were, and he was pretty upset and um we just walked together for the day and at the end of the day they called and said you know uh, the federal government you know parks canada in in, in ottawa made a decision that they're going to put him in a zoo mm-hmm. so he is still alive his name is messiah and he, he lives in saskatchewan so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah.
0: It, it, when it becomes you, know, I, I, you can hear the connection that yeah. you have not just with this one animal i suspect it's with more than a few of them how do you describe yeah. that connection
2: that's <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a great question, and, and and it is tough. It's just it's it's I appreciate I appreciate them for their existence. I don't want to touch them. I don't want to take a picture of them. I just I just want to help keep them alive, knowing that we've created these you know these special places like national parks where we're supposed to be. It's supposed to be we're supposed to be trying to protect them and keep them keep them alive. But we're also having this dual mandate of also you know providing this this place and space for for human beings to go as well. And and it is an incredibly challenging thing to live with these animals um but I I just I just I just looked at that at her and and what happened to her and I was like I know we can do better and and I definitely met many other bears and other other animals over my time working in the park and 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 since then you know and and I just they they really aren't walking around going I want to eat a human being <laughs> they're they like they really aren't they're just like I just want to eat some berries and some grass could you please let me do that <laughs> like, you know they're just trying to live their life and they're willing to live with us and that's. That's the crazy part. People get so scared of bears and think they're all out there to kill us. And yet there aren't thousands of people getting killed by bears every year. It's, it's literally like one or two a year. And, and that's in all of North America. So, like, we need to change our mindsets about these animals and realize that they're trying to do their best to live with us. We need to do the same.
1: Kim, you said uh, in one of your comments there, we can do better. We need to take a pause here. I want to talk to you more about we can do better, what that looks like after the break. Can you hold on? Awesome. Kim Titchener joining us uh, this morning recently, uh, receiving a big award from the Canadian Wildlife Federation for her work with uh, wildlife conservation, specifically when it comes to bears. We'll talk more with Kim after this.
0: with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit
1: abesdoor.ca. Kim Titchener joining us this morning. We're talking about bears and about her love affair with bears that led to a to a huge award that she just recently uh, received. Kim, you were talking about. We were talking about uh, the bear known as Bear 66, the the one that you know really became a, a big part of your world and her and her three cubs. Unfortunately, the the mama bear is gone. The two two of the cubs gone. The one is now living in I think you said a, a zoo in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um, and you talked about that last last day you spent with that cub and the only thing that, that one of the things that kept going through my mind is that you were kind of when you were walking with it and keeping an eye on it and trying to keep it alive that day what's it like to walk with a bear in its space what is it like to share space with a with a magnificent animal like that
2: uh, it, it, I mean, it was an incredible day for that bear. You, you start to realize that they also have emotions. Like, you know, the bear was upset. You know, he was, he was. Uh, you could, you could sense that he was really confused about, you know, where is my family? And, you know, it, it was heartbreaking. You know, and you just, I just kept talking to him and just, you know, trying to just calmly reassure him. But I really didn't know what at the end of the day, what his life would be. Would they, would they relocate him? Would mm. they put him in a zoo? You know, like you just. We don't know and uh and uh it just it, it was just it was tough to like to do that and it was it was an incredibly uh, unusual thing to do with a bear he was only little right so he wasn't yeah. exactly very dangerous at this point um you know I'm wearing bear spray and I'm just trying to keep people away from him as as we as we spent the day around the dam springs the hot springs there mm. um just just waiting it out and uh yeah I mean it, it changed my life I mean like he he he, he didn't he didn't ask for this like you know he was born in a national park where you, you you'd expect there would be you know a greater level of protection and the reality is that even in our national parks our bears are you know bears and other wildlife are highly at risk to human beings and our vehicles and our trains and our campgrounds and the things we leave out so i mean it really is on us um we can create spaces for wildlife but if we don't we don't change our behavior when we're in those spaces we aren't
0: really protecting them uh you've gone from being a wildlife interpreter and some wild first few days on the job to creating your own company bear safety and more inc uh, you're the president of it uh, when you hear somebody saying oh i have a bear safety uh company to me uh, you initially think oh it's to keep people safe it sounds to me like your your company's more about keeping the bears safe
1: it's definitely
2: both
0: <laughs> I, well if you do one then you do the other
2: exactly yeah yeah it's uh it was it was pretty interesting when I started bear safety work because it was really it was it was actually out of the, the the request of the oil and gas sector, you know, Suncor and Synovus and a lot of these big oil companies, you know, they called me and they're like, Kim, you know, we we need help and you know people are they had a fatality up there uh, where a woman was killed by a black bear, um, you know, there are lots of lots of bears that lose their lives up in in, in Fort McMurray and 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 in other industrial areas as well and it's just people just don't know how to behave of um, it was an incredible opportunity to to get in there and like dig in and go out into these these sites where people are doing this work and, and look at like where are the risks here to humans um, and by.
1: Oh. Did Kim, we, we just there? lost you.
2: You're helping to keep oh. lot or wildlife out, out there for in large scale in habitat. So,
1: uh, so Kim, so when we talk about things, what needs to be done? What what uh-huh. what would you like to see? What what do you believe? Um, when we talk about doing more, what does that look like for you? down to the individual
2: for sure it's it's i you know i you know i love to hike i love to go biking i mean lots of people have you know dogs and they want to get out into into uh, into nature during the spring summer and fall so what what can i do when i head out there to to be smarter so i don't cause a conflict with these animals and put myself at risk as well or my family and my friends when i'm out there so um you know i i started uh rec safe with wildlife which is an online community and our website, where we we actually offer free classes to teach people about bear and, and wildlife safety. So, I think number one is before you head outside, and you know you're walking in the forest and you run into a bear, and you go, "What do I do exactly here?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe do a little bit of research and and find credible sources of information. Um, don't go on YouTube or Facebook and ask people in your hiking group. Um, go and look at like a Parks Canada website or provincial website, um, or you know, contact us. You know, at Rex safe with wildlife we there's lots of great credible information out there uh and and i always tell people like you just they're they're really simple things you know make lots of noise when you're hiking bring some friends wear some bear spray keep your dog on a leash there you go you're good
0: (laughs) easy easy to do kim we we have like 20 30 seconds left before we're out of time but are polar bears in your future now
2: Yes. Um, You know, a couple of years ago, I got a call from Polar Bears International and they asked me to come up to Churchill and do a stage one of um, of a polar bear hazard assessment. First one ever done in the world looking at looking at um, uh, basically how can we reduce conflicts with people living in in the Arctic communities with these animals. And it was super cool. Um, And I got to go out on a tundra buggy and like, I'm literally eating a sandwich inside this weird vehicle and there's a polar bear standing up looking at me through the other side of the way. I'm like, this is really weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, thank you for the work that, uh, that you're doing, Kim. Thanks for making time for us this morning. Sure. Look forward to talking with you again uh, in the future and enjoy that award.
2: Thank
1: you. All right, take care. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Yeah, Kim Titchener joining us this morning. Really
0: enjoyed chatting with her and hearing her stories. Very cool. Yeah, it's when you have a life work and you care about it. You can hear it in her voice for sure.